Welcome to episode 45 of the Badass Kid Podcast. We're wrapping it up here. Strap in. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Dude, I, before we get another fucking 30 minute one. Um, damn, that's a good. Uh, you wanted to go back to some of the other questions. Okay, so do you know what your purpose is in life? I want to ask you that one. Like, what, what do you mean exactly? Like, what? Like, uh, like Mother why, why were you born? Like, why oh, do you shit. think you're on this earth? Well, mama wouldn't like the answer, but to be the weed man or what? I I guess so. Like out of all the sperm cells, you made it through. Like why? That about a bitch? Like (laughs) fuck? Could have been worse. (laughs) Um, I damn. I don't know. I guess in purpose in life for me, damn, that one's hard. That one's hard because I I don't. I I couldn't tell you like I'm here to make you know this this person happy or this person happy. I feel like I'm here just to to make a footprint in what I want to do in my life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my purpose is to become some somewhat of a how do I how do I put it? Someone it's pretty much like an OG to what I want to do. Like I feel like my purpose is to push the education of of cannabis and um and to help people understand it. I guess mm-hmm. that's what I'm here for because I feel like that's what I'm decently good at mm-hmm. if people give me the time of day. But as far as a purpose in life, I don't know, that's hard. Yeah. I, I I can't really say one thing or another. I, I want to say this and I'm going to say it, but I don't know if it's even like if it even qualifies because I feel like it's across the board. I think this is for everyone, but I think I'm here to help people like that's, that's I've, yeah. I've always that's had that like little something in me that I get more enjoyment out of giving help than getting. Well, I guess some people have trouble getting help, but you get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I just I, I yeah, enjoy yeah. helping people like, OK. Yeah. I, I I enjoy giving the shirt off my back. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy that. It's not like some. It's not like a chore to me. Right. It's more yeah. of a you're you're happy to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what I say. Like I I don't know what I'm meant to do, but I know it's uh, to serve others, like to help people out. Yeah. Like all the stuff we go through, all the suffering, it, it's meant for something. And I think it, we can take our experience and help out others through their own experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually I'd love to like own a nonprofit and give back in that way. Cause there's yeah, nothing more satisfying than helping others. Yeah. Like I've never felt that feeling than when I do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so are you, you guys are some, you guys are people to like kind of rather keep other people happy than yourselves. Yeah. I'm a pleaser. Uh, to yeah. a fault. Yeah. 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 I, you know, for a long time I, I thought of the same way. Like why, if these people are happy around me, then I'll be good, you know? But I think after, after realizes after I realized that if all these people that I'm making happy happen to disappear one day, like I'm left with shit because I gave everything. So now like my life isn't, I mean, it could have meaning to it eventually again, but for the most part, I feel like that's it. Like I, I took so much out of me that I, I don't want to do that anymore. Like I, I need it back. I, I don't, I don't necessarily want help. But I, I need to build myself. But but this could be like a, we can get a little deeper here. And even if you mm. believe in it, like if you believe in like uh, reincarnation and things of that nature, like if you believe in that, maybe in this life you were meant to give more than you receive. Okay. Yeah. You could, you know, be giving your entire life and then they all of a sudden everybody passes away over time or at the same time. Yeah, and you, yeah, yeah. You're left with nothing. But maybe that was your purpose in this life. And in the next life I'm yeah. better, treated better. Or yeah. I'm not the one sacrificing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, like, like essentially, I guess to dumb it down, like you would, like, you pay your dues in this life, but next life, like, you don't, you, you're gonna be the one being given things. Ah, okay, okay. All right, now I guess I could see it that way. Um, 
I know some people believe in like there's nine lives. You live nine lives, right? People and really believe that. Yeah, my mentor thing. believes that. No, uh, yeah, apparently it's a you know people believe it. <laughs> it's like a thing of reincarnation. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's like numerology. You figure out your what your number is depending on like when you were born. Um, but you live nine lives. So your first life, like you're basically working your way up to becoming like the best version of yourself. Your ninth life, right? Because you've already went through a lot. You experienced so much. Oh, you know shit. better. The, the you know as you go up um you do better because you know better okay what happens after the ninth life think that's it like, yeah i think so she also believes in god so hmm. um i can see yeah, the dilemma yeah. i can see the dilemma so, so then so then you could you i mean just we can we can totally like uh spitball here but do you think maybe then you go to heaven after your ninth life the way she explained it yeah yeah that would make sense. Like you're done your time on earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see it. But do you, so do you believe in reincarnation? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I know. Sometimes I have deja vu and I'm like, what? Like, when did I experience this? Maybe, yeah. you know? Yeah, we got, yeah, that yeah. was a deep conversation. So that makes too. me think about that. Cause I mean, I, I understand the dilemma between, you know, believing in God and mm-hmm. then believing in that because for the longest time I didn't have, I wasn't close to God. Like I, my faith was shot to shit. Like I was part of a span of 10 years, 12 years of mm-hmm. me, like cursing God, like, I had no filter towards anything religious. Like I would piss people off on purpose just because I knew I could do it. Mm-hmm. And that whole time I went under this like Buddhist teaching of like, you know, and I think that even like solidified my patience because Jesus Christ, like those motherfuckers don't do shit. Like they really just sit there and just, just nothing. Just it, They're it's monks, a beautiful right? thing. That's, yeah. that's where the monks come from. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful thing. But I, I like when I was learning all that and then I got back into my faith, you know, that's where my questions started coming up. But in all reality, I feel like if you live your life just to pretty much reach enlightenment, which is being one with yourself, like I feel like you you you'll go to heaven. Like God will have that understanding of like you did what I meant for you to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where the religious that's where the religion conversation gets kind of kind of fucky. It, yeah, yeah. Because like when you think about it, like um, your uh, Oscar brought up a good point. Like if all the people in the jungle that never heard of this specific religion, like what now when they die, they're shit out of luck. They're going to hell because yeah, yeah, they yeah. never accepted the religion. Like that, can't, that can't be how it works. Yeah. I don't think so. You know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's all, I feel like once you go up there, like everybody's chasing the same purpose. So how you get there, I don't think it matters. I think as long as you get there and like, and in my heart, like I really feel like once you meet him, like it's all good. Like he, like he's literally going to look down on you. Like, you know what? Like, you're good. You're fine. Like you did life the way it was going to go, you know, some good, some bad, but Hey, you're here now. Just enjoy it. What about like, uh, people who commit like really, like, bad really crimes, fucked like up crimes. serial killers. Damn, see, I don't know. Um, and they never repent, you know? Well, I feel in that case you, well, you know, there was this funny, there's a show. I don't know if you watch it's called Lucifer. No, I haven't seen it. So it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And their version of hell is pretty much the devil says, Lucifer says, like, you're here on your own rent. You're here on your own. Like, I don't keep you here. You stay here because what happens in hell is that you relive your worst mistakes mm-hmm. over and over and over. So you reliving them and choosing not to move on from them is what keeps you in hell. Like, you're always free to go. Mm-hmm. You can leave whenever you want. Whenever you want to go up, you can leave. But you're stuck here because of your own mistakes. So mm-hmm. you keep repeating them and you're just fucking yourself over and over. So I feel to certain crimes, there could be re- like them repenting, but maybe not here. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, when they're down there, mm-hmm. 
shit like that. But yeah. only certain crimes. Other ones, no, I'm, I'm not really too forgiving on. Yeah. You know, like anything that has to do with kids, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Could you date somebody that it doesn't follow the same religion as you or maybe doesn't believe in God or in high power? Like they believe in aliens, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always been very open minded. Um, but it, I feel like it can be a problem in the future. Like in the beginning of a relationship, you, yeah, everything's, you know, yeah. copacetic. Like you, you want to just accept everything and then eventually it starts becoming a problem. So I feel like it would be like that. Yeah. Um, well, actually, no. Yeah, I've been in a situation. Like I started going to church and stuff and, and my ex would be like, yeah, go to church. You need it. Like say stuff like that. And I'm like, I need it. You're the one acting up. Like, what do you mean I need it? <laughs> I need Jesus. Yeah. You need Jesus, motherfucker. You better get trash in that church. So when they start throwing it in your face like that, and yeah. like, yeah, that yeah, no, could I, don't, be a problem. I don't. I never liked that. I think that was that was my biggest thing too. When I was when I was like before when I was going to uh, church and stuff. Like, I'd always ask questions and nobody could really answer them. So I'd be like, dude, like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, the fuck? Like how? Like my biggest thing was. All the bad in the world, how could God create it, you know? And I've always asked this. When I was younger, I was an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I would ask nuns, like, teach people that would come speak at, like, my confirmation. Like, can you explain that? Like, how am I supposed to believe in somebody who does that? Mm-hmm. And they would just fucking, like, instant instant fucking action would be anger. Like, they would just be upset that I even fucking yeah. raised my voice to say something like that. But it's like, it's the truth. And they would never answer it. No, they couldn't. Because it's like, well... He puts you through hard times so you can do better. And I'm like, explain somebody who's been dying to have a child, has a child, not a child has cancer. Where the fuck am I supposed to learn my lesson? What did I do so wrong that this happened to me? You can't. Yeah, it's fucked up that the child has cancer and that it died or it didn't die. But regardless, it has cancer. Like, it's fucked up. But at the same time, maybe that was its purpose, was to teach you a lesson, to make you feel like, okay, life is precious. Like... I need like right, maybe right, right. It, it, maybe that child never was brought into this world to have a chance. It was just specifically just to show me that yes. life is precious. But let me put it to you this way: Let's say hypothetically, I was the one trying to have a kid, right? And like I understand that life is precious. Like I understand how how short of a time we're here. Like I understand that I could die tonight. I could die the next morning. You know, I could not wake up. I understand my life is extremely precious worse that if i'm trying to have a child and i can't that the fact that finally i feel like god gave me a child to put in all my effort now where i'm not just sitting around moping because i feel like life is shit you know i have to find this this ray of sunshine and it gets clouded with rain like what what am i learning there maybe that wasn't your purpose to have a kid i think it's to grow in our faith like Mm. despite all you know all the tragedies growing up get you closer to him um, and I don't, and I don't think it's God causing all this bad stuff. It's like the devil, right? Where there's good, there's evil. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, I think that's what it is. But I feel like I've, I've, with every bad something, you gotta, there's gotta be something good to it. Right. Well, you gotta take the bad with the good. Yeah. And, I, and like, I'm, I'm again, this time I'm playing devil's advocate because I, I understand it, but it's, it's, it's always nice to hear somebody else's opinion on what I think of, of, of that specific mm-hmm. situation, I guess. Because you really got to think about it. Like, yeah, I understand the whole, like, you know, he he's never going to put you through something you can't handle. Like, he's always going to give you something to weaken you, you know, to pretty much break you down. But the end game is always going to be way, way, way better than what the start of it was. And I'm a strong believer in that. Mm-hmm. But again, there's always the bad. And you can't blame everything on the devil. 
Because technically, technically, <laughs> the devil was hired. It was hell was there before him. So if God created all, God created evil, in a sense. <laughs> so I, don't shit. Even know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's gonna kill me. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> just cut out this those last thirty minutes. This just like, no, hell no. This is just questions. <laughs> that's all. But it's true. Like I mean, it's sad to think of that. That some people want to go that far. Like why do kids do this? Or like you know why did this mother deserve this? Yeah. Or you know shit like that. And it, it's terrible. But I think people should just have a a different answer. Like yeah, I was put here for a reason, and it happens, and it's gonna continue to happen. But if as long as we can understand it and accept it and move on, everything should be fine. Yeah. But if you dwell on it and blame outer powers, you know, like God, the devil, whatever you believe in, I think you're stuck in this fucking bubble mm-hmm. of like just just that pettiness. And that's your hell in a sense. I've always had this weird like um, thought in my head about hell. Like I. I don't I don't know the answer. I don't think anybody knows the answer, yeah. you know? But I've always had this thought like what if we are right now living in hell and heaven? Like your life oh, can man. be heaven and hell. Like you can it, it's what you make it. This cliche as that sounds mm-hmm. like the way I feel at my worst is the same you feel at your worst. It's just different things get us to that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So I definitely I mean that I, to me I think that that's something that I could entertain, not that I fully believe in that, but, but it's, I think it's, I think it's an idea. Yeah, you know, a like that right now we're we're living in our hell and we're living in our heaven. Yeah. Well, you and somebody else had the same. Had I don't. The same, I, don't, I, don't I, I don't. I think it might have been Oscar, but I'm not sure. Yeah, because he pretty much said like what he said, like we're living in our hell or heaven, and we choose to make it what it is. Mm. So we either choose to live in our paradise or we choose to live in hell the rest of our lives. And then when you die, it's just you die. That's it. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Um, I well, haven't thought that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going that far. I ain't going I that far. That I ain't far. Going that yeah. far. Right. Again, it's just a thought. Yeah. Um, well, I've I used the expression before, like, oh, I've been to hell and back. Yeah. I've been yeah. to hell and back. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that one makes more sense now, mm-hmm. right? You had a problem, you've been to hell, you know, you're coming yeah. back. Yeah. Damn, that's, I'm seeing that shit. We have something here that's fucking... You know what I just learned the other day? And I don't know if it's real because I didn't do much research, but I'm going to believe what I read. <laughs> that uh, the theory of like the mantle, like the earth, like the ma- the layers of it, mm-hmm. that th- that's all theory. Like you it's, think the earth is flat? No, no, no. Oh. No, fuck no. Well, you know, is it going to start problems? Cause it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. What the fuck? Look at that shit. It just keeps going. It doesn't go nowhere. Um, no, it was like uh, this, this uh, one of the videos, because I watch a bunch of random shit on YouTube all the time. Rabbit holes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that one pretty much states that whatever they taught us in school was all theory. Everything about like the mantle, the crust is all theory because we've never dug deep enough so that everything they taught us is just up in the air. Now, if that's true, when I'm gonna look at it more now. But if it's true, I swear to fucking God, I'm gonna go to school and cuss out my fucking <laughs> all my science teachers. They're all getting a fucking a good fucking talking to because that's some <laughs> bullshit. Could yeah. you imagine that learning that in school? Like this is this isn't real. This is just what they think it is. Like what the fuck? Why am I learning it? Like shouldn't you be teaching me other theories? Yeah, that would be fucked up. Let's let's hope that's not true. I don't know. That motherfucker seemed like he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> There's another one of there being an ocean under the under the earth well, well there's water say, yeah you dig deep enough there's yeah. water yeah. oil yeah yeah they say that yeah. there's like a whole uh, ocean bigger than the or the same size as the atlantic ocean under god damn 
Well, I mean, the, I mean, for the record, I mean, hmm. the Earth is big, so like, I True. mean, it, it could, could be sustain possible. something like that under. Yeah. Um, and I guess you know, I, I, like we all know, I mean, they uh, they haven't explored the deepest parts of the ocean yet, so we yeah. don't know what's really down there. Some hopefully some cool shit, huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess well, some scary ass fish. I know I've seen some, some ugly ass looking motherfuckers. I think of uh, Finding Nemo. You guys remember that yeah, big yeah. fish with right the light? There. Word. That's <laughs> sick as fuck. Hell. Uh, that cool. Well the, well, the other day I was watching a video of them. They had a couple cameras down by the marina trench. And that they um, videotaped a fucking, like, I don't know, 80 foot shark. Like, uh, old ass fucking shark, dude. Like, it looked like it's been through fucking the beginning to now. Oh shit! Like alive? Yeah, like big fucking like I don't. That, but see, I didn't really want to do much of my research because the way it looked, like I wasn't too sure because I was like too much editing nowadays. Like I can't fucking yeah. trust anything. But the way it was playing, like yeah, dude, like that motherfucker was just like just all up in the fucking camera, and then he swims into the darkness, and he's fucking huge. Well, I was watching um, Joe Rogan's podcast a couple of days yesterday, actually, and he was saying that I guess crocodiles like they were able to live through like the extinction like I, I don't know how true this is but that's what he was saying right yeah that they lived through like when all the other animals died they they survived mm-hmm. because they can eat rotten meat ah and you know oh, like, so, even know. i didn't know yeah that. so no, no. and they live in darkness so like Most they, of the time. yeah so they they weren't really you know bothered by you know like, not there being any no sunlight animals dying everywhere like you know like the whole ice age and shit like yeah. they were just cool throughout yeah. everything i mean i could see it because they're the, the they're technically dinosaurs, no? I guess from what he was saying. That, yeah. I mean, again, mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't do any research, but but mm. is this like uh, following the volcanic explosion theory, the meteor theory? I think it was a meteor one where meteor? there was no sun after oh, for okay. like a while, right? Because of all the ash and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. I want, I, I would really like to know how they really went extinct because that's a that's a bitch, a whole meteor taking out. An entire world. The podcast I was watching was with Elon Musk and uh, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk was talking about how all the craters that are there. There were it's because you know they've been hit by because Joe Rogan asked the same question in the U.S. Like, what are the odds of us getting hit? Yeah, he's yeah. like, well, it actually happens pretty often. Like when you think about it, in like the whole timeline, like every so around. often it gets you know it's, at some point we're gonna get hit again. Yeah, yeah. again. But damn, that big enough to just cause like pretty much the whole world. Cause I mean, dinosaurs were everywhere. Well, I mean, we were all at we were all like one one piece of land. Right, was it point. Pangea? Pangea, right? Pangea. 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 Damn, should I remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 because I wanted to, but <laughs> um, I guess I could yeah. see it. Um, I don't. Have you heard of the stone ape stoned ape theory? Mm, no, I don't think so. So pretty Is that much, like the evolution of uh, it kind us? of pretty much how we were made. Not uh-huh. not so much. Well, I guess we were involved from monkeys, but. Like when we were Neanderthals, like we would eat shrooms and the shrooms would actually cause our brains to connect um, neurons that weren't usually connected. So they think like that's how we continue to evolve. People just fucking just because one monkey decided to eat a mushroom. And I don't know. What about people who do shrooms now? Like what what do they turn into something else? They say that once you once you're able to connect everything that you're like your third eye opens. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had a similar, but it wasn't with hardcore drugs, but it was, it was a time of like. It was with Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the fifth, I ain't saying shit on here. <laughs> I ain't getting in trouble. No, but I, I feel like a third eye is just uh, the understanding of what the world could possibly be, mm-hmm. you know, and like actually 
putting together the fact that you know some my aliens might exist you know uh, but whatever it is a higher power that i feel like when you open your third eye you're able to see you're able to see through the bullshit is yeah. what pretty much people say i know a lot of big ceos like uh microdose on shrooms every day to get mm. them through the day just keep them creative like thinking yeah. creatively yeah. like tech people too well it's been it's been proven like yeah. when they do brain scans like a normal human brain has like it's like a circle and on the outside they see like the neurons connecting and it's like you could see like a couple of lines but then when they take shrooms it's like the whole fucking circle is crossed between each other so i mean i've been trying to get i mean soon we'll take shrooms together but i feel like it's going to be a great experience for you at least hmm. for me it was fun but for you i feel like it's going to take a whole nother appreciation of it i heard it depends like how you're feeling at the moment moment if you're feeling sad and depressed you're gonna have a bad trip yeah but if yeah. you're like you know vibing well, and then it all depends on the people you're with. If you fuck okay. around and hang out with people who are going to fuck with you when you're high, uh-huh. that you're, you're fucked. Yeah. The worst experience you'll have, guaranteed. I just, I feel like I get that same effect with weed. Mm-hmm. Um, like a couple years back, I had like, I was going through a pretty rough patch and I was like, you know what? Like I need to smoke and I need to like really understand what the fuck is going on. Because I was taking an approach of just seeing everything through my lens and not being able to see how other people, what I was doing to other people, you know, what pretty much like an unbiased, um, I was able to look at things from a third, third, okay, third yeah. person, you know? And so, um, so that's, that's why I have an appreciation for weed. Like I, for me, I don't, I don't have the ability to do it like all the time. Like, like, you know, like to me, like it's not, to me, it's not for that. Like to me, it's like whenever I need it, I'll go, I'll smoke a joint or a blunt and, I'll figure out what I got to figure out. Like essentially what those, like what you guys are saying with the microdosing, like that's what I do. Like I'll, I'll, you know what? Like I can't figure this out or there's too much going on. I'm, I got to like kind of just put myself together. I I'll do that. I'll figure everything out in my head and then boom, everything's good now. So that's how I use it. Oh no. I I, I love your guys' type of users. Like you you guess for sleep or just for something like that. Like Mm -hmm. it's honestly mind blowing to me because of how many years I've been smoking. Like, I get where you guys are coming from because at one point it did help me sleep, but now I do it because I like it. You know, at one point it did calm me down, you know, and like it helped me realize what the problem was and like why I was going at it wrong. But now, like, honestly, I feel like people should be more of a, they should smoke more weed, like constantly. And when I say that, it's just because I think it helps out more than just the basics of our problems, like people with anxiety or people with like eating disorders, you know, and stuff like that. Like, I feel like if you do it correctly and not because like me, I can't have a I can't do like a normal dosage like you guys. Like it's just not in my system anymore. But when I get to my point of high, like fucking mind bottling you know like i i see things in so many different perspectives where i'm like oh i do like is this on indica or sativa everything really everything i was it's funny that you say you don't know how people smoke that shit all day i used to work anytime i worked like early morning shifts it was always indica that i smoked first i never touched the <laughs> bold man <laughs> i couldn't do it i couldn't do sativas i'd be i'd feel too like even at work when it was physical i'd feel like it was not enough for me to get rid of my fucking my fucking heartbeat like out of my chest but i it definitely in because and what weed in general has made me a better person in terms of understanding others but it also gave me a real like i realized that not to give a fuck so much mm-hmm. like let things be the way they are and don't try to poke at it if it is this way it is that way and just move on because when you move on the time you spent the time you could have spent reflecting on the past and 
I should have said this. I should have said that or this and that. Like that time, if you cut it or you're when you fucking move on, it's so much better because you don't that that thought isn't even here anymore. Like, yeah, you remember when you did that? Yeah, I remember. But (laughs) I don't I don't need to visit it. I just need to keep going forward. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I agree with that, but I think that there's a there's a line that you can't like there's a fine line with it. And what I mean is you can't bury things. You know, no. like there's like, yeah, you can move on and like we can move on. But I, I'm a strong believer that communication is key. Like you need to communicate. Like talk how, about yeah, it. Yeah. Like like if you did me wrong in some way, like I need to tell you that you did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that we could talk about it. You could tell me what was going on for you to do that. Or maybe I misunderstood it. Yeah. And then we can move on. Well, I feel like weed has done that, has given me that. Well, besides me being a patient person, I feel like weed has given me that, that aspect of being able to talk without being scared of my emotions. Cause you know, at least for us guys, like we, we can't don't like to express Prideful. your feelings. Yeah, yeah. you know, we we're if something the happens, ego. something happens, and just fucking move on. Like, don't be a bitch about it. But I feel like weed has made me. I want to say sensitive because I ain't no fucking bitch. <laughs> but it gives me the it gives me like the right mindset to be like, you know what, man? Like this time, like I felt like this, so I really don't appreciate what happened here. Or you know, thank you for doing what you did for me here. You know, and stuff like that. But. I think for us, we've always had a pretty good, uh, we always had good conversations when it came to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's us though. Yeah. Like that's Mm -hmm. not everybody and not everybody, you know, cause me and you, we've always kind of, we've always kind of clicked and I'm a big believer in like horoscopes and shit like that. Like I don't, I don't look at my horoscope. Like I'm not like, I don't look at my horoscope every day religiously. I don't do that, but like, I believe in what they signify. So like. Um, he's an Aquarius, I'm a Leo and like we're directly opposites to each other on the spectrum. So he, we both want the same thing, but we look at it different. Mm -hmm. So the way we're going to get there is different. So basically the reason I'm saying that is whenever me and him have some sort of riff or something happens between us, like we just talk it out and boom, it's done. We move on. So, um, but again, not everybody's like that. No. Yeah. Do you, do you have friends like that that you can just... Well, I mean, it's easier for... Not just to make it sound bad, but it's easier for girls to be able to fully show emotion. You're sexist, bro. God damn um, it, dude. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's too much emotion. Like, I've always had guy friends. Huh. Um, and now I know why. Because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> when it's like too many girls in one room, or there's always a problem. There's always an issue, right? Because yeah, we, yeah. are, we are very emotional and sensitive sometimes. So something usually tends to happen. Girls trips. I was in a sorority. Oh shit! Um, How was that? So there was a lot of uh, you know, just differences in opinions. Uh-huh. Right? It was hard to get something done during our meetings because, uh, yeah. is that ego though? Like that's same thing, right? Is it ego? No, but I don't know. Cause I feel like I'm very like easygoing. Like I go with the flow. I like to understand other people's like side point of view, but some of them are just like dead ways. Yeah. Like this is the fuck. It. This is it. Like, yeah. Don't even try to change my mind. I feel like that's both sexes though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's not just, so I think it but you guys get over things quickly. We don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what though? You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many guys will actually, I am a petty fuck. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right, yeah, I guess, I guess I guess I am the outlier here. Yeah, But I mean, it, it could happen because there's, I've met guys that act like bitches and it's just like, dude, what, why are you tripping over like this shit? Like uh-huh. relax. Like it's not even that big of a deal. But then, you know, I meet females who are, I'm, I think it's very uncommon that I've, I've met females who are like, kind of like in our, could be put in our circle and mm-hmm. do just fine Yeah. in terms of how we talk and, you know, the conversations we can have, but very far and few in between. Yeah. But I'm not being sexist. It's just, you know, it's just, it is what it is. 
I had to put it out there because I'm not getting a trophy for that shit. You're going to get canceled, <laughs> as she said. Fuck. <laughs> well, that was a good run, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're kicked off. <laughs> Fuck. Can I come back as a guest? Uh, no. <laughs> well, we usually wrap up with a funny story. Mm-hmm. You got one? Um, it could be another drunk story. Those are <laughs> pretty funny. Do you remember okay. your first time taking um, the edible? I didn't feel it. So mm. here's my thing. Yeah, the first few times I, I tried weed, like, I didn't feel anything. I'm like, I don't I don't know why. Like, maybe I'm not smoking it right, or it was probably that. Uh, yeah. But I didn't feel it the first few times. Well, actually, like, the first year. Damn. Um, <laughs> but it's because I would always... I, I don't know. I don't think I knew how to inhale it correctly. Mm. That's but that persistence right there. You did it for yeah. a whole year. Yeah, yeah. Not often. It was like once in a while. Once in a while. Still counts. Still counts. Um, let's see. Funny story. Uh, my birthday in Vegas last year. Again, we're going all out, and music starts on. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. I'll dance by myself. Like I don't care. I'll get on stage and just start dancing. Uh, so we get back to the room, and I still want to party it up. It's already like four in the morning, right? (laughs) So my cousins want to go to sleep, and I have music on. So they literally tuck me in. They take off my lashes, everything. And they start playing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> a lullaby to put me to sleep. I'm under the sheets and they tell me, oh, there's a video. Apparently, I was twerking to Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star under the sheets. <laughs> like, I just didn't want to go to sleep. I did not want to go to sleep. There's a party right there. Word. I guess I could tell this one. Incriminate myself some more, huh? Yeah. Um, home remedies. Uh, my home he's, remedies and shit. He, he says that when he was dealing drugs that he was giving people home remedies. They, they weren't, they weren't oh, drugs. Okay. He was giving them home remedies. Right? Yeah, like yeah, medicine of the people. I like that. Like, that twist to it. Makes sense. That way I don't get in trouble. So anyways, one time <laughs> I decided to, you know, for when I told the stories in the, in the last podcast, um, a lot of people were like getting pics for me, which they did all their own. I didn't force somebody, just hand it down. Um, well, at times, you know, I was, I had a bad, I, I had a bad addiction to pills when I was a freshman, like terrible. Like I didn't touch nothing but pills, no weed, no drink, nothing, just pills. So one day, one of my, one of my connects had came to me with, um, these, these little, they're like, they just look like little Percocets. Um, but they had K and then nine on it. And so like, at first, like, I didn't really know what it was. So I was in my child development class, funny as, as funny as that is. And I go and I take one. And I wait 20 minutes, nothing. I fucking pop another one. So I take the second one, and I'm sitting there, class ends and nothing. And I'm like, fucking bullshit, man. Like, these are terrible. I'm not making no money off this shit. So I go to take a third one. Well, some girl in the class was like, no, no, no. What are you doing? And I was like, the fuck? I don't know you. Like, I want to take this pill. And then she's like, I saw you take two already. And I was like, you're fucking watching me. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? And so, you know, I'm like, fine, whatever. Fuck it. So... We're walking out the class, and I, I, as soon as I push the little thing into the door, everything goes black. Like, I just, it's just black. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I wake up, and I'm in lunch. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like leaning on somebody. I don't remember who the fuck it was. And they're trying to give me water, but I, I, I can't take it. Like, it's just coming out of my, like, side of my mouth. Like, I'm just drooling everywhere. Somebody's trying to give me an orange, and I'm just like, no. And then, boom, blackout again. I fucking wake up, and I'm. I'm walking in the the bottom freshman buildings. I don't know, remember what numbers they were, but yeah. I was like walking in the middle. The bell rang. Everybody's in class. The second bell rang, and I'm still walking to class, just like a zombie. I finally get to class, whatever. My teacher's like, "Oh, you're late." And I was, I fucking just didn't even care. I was just trying to survive at that point. So I, <laughs> I get to class and I pass out, 
And this motherfucker let me sleep the whole... Thank you, but he let me sleep the whole class. And not toward the end, he woke me up. And he was like, you have a good nap? And I was like, well, yeah, you woke me up, though. And he's like, it's already lunchtime. Like, everybody's been gone for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, whatever, dick. So I got up and there you go. He was an asshole, bro. Like, he was one of those teachers that would cuss at me, like, when nobody was looking and shit. So I fuck him. And that motherfucker had 12 kids. So. He had your back, dude. Nah, fuck that. You know, he did it. He should have woke me up in the middle of class so I could have done something. He let me fucking... He, he hands me the papers at what the end. What were like, you going to do? You were fucked up. I could have copied somebody. Were you in his class? Could've no. Copied no, no. no. Nah. You would have been fucked. There was, I don't know who was in there. Somebody was in there. I think we had a smart TA. I think. <laughs> the TA? Yeah. You know what? Funny. Oh, fuck it. I'll tell this story. Um, I was a TA my senior year for, oh. um, for algebra, for an algebra class. And... Um, the teacher gave me all of the because I was grading all the tests, the finals, and so I was I had all the answers. So I started fucking selling the answers <laughs> to Hell everybody. Yeah. I made probably like three hundred bucks that my fucking wow. senior just fucking giving them the answers. Hell yeah, dude! A lot of people got A's. That's how you make money, though. That's see, should have done it in school. I Motherfuckers would have paid. I was yeah. selling white boys like some shake for a hundred bucks, like you were for selling like two grams huh? and shit. Yeah, I was selling oregano too. They buy it. Should have done it. <laughs> Not my fault. You know? It's a scam, dude. Whatever. I don't care. That at the end of the story for me was for that one was when I was walking up to the the hundred stairs or not hundred stairs, but you know the one that has a lot. Well, the second pill, I guess, smacked me because as I was walking up, all I see is G. I think Christian was with him and somebody else, and they're like at the top, and I'm like climbing. You know, I'm getting there, and it hits me, and I look at Jill, and I'm like, oh shit, and I just start leaning back. And I, I thank that man to this day because if it wasn't for him, I either wouldn't end up with a concussion, probably dead, because I probably would have snapped my neck um, or just been trouble. But he, like the God of hand, he fucking reached and grabbed wow. my shirt and stopped me from falling. And I was just like, Whew. and he gets me up. As we're walking up, there's a proctor coming. And the proctor's like, what's wrong with him? And Joe on his feet, you know. Thank God he's he. Thank mm-hmm. God he was smart that day. But <laughs> oh, he's not he, smart other he days. He was like, "Hey, dude, sometimes we made some dumb mistakes." And I know he doesn't want to admit it, but we've made some dumb mistakes. But he's like, "Oh, he just doesn't feel good." I think he ate something at lunch, and his stomach is hurting. But I think he's gonna throw up, so we have to let him. Let me get him to the office. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Okay, go, go, go." And so they're taking me, and like you know, we separated <laughs> shit. And I was like, "Thanks, man." Wow. <laughs> okay. the Spend the rest of the day just blacking out, blacking out, blacking out, blacking out until I get home. Don't know how I got home. I don't know what I, I don't even know what I told my mom when I got in the car. But I get home, and I'm just like laying on the bed, getting up, laying on the bed, getting up. And after it faded away, I was like, "I'm never doing that shit again." Like it was too intense. Wow. Yeah. Two days later, I came to practice. I fucking popped two more. <laughs> Just chilling. Just God damn, dude. That's crazy. You didn't even get caught or sent. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me. I did a whole bunch of illegal shit in Toronto that I should have gotten in jail for, mm-hmm. honestly. Well, I appreciate you coming through. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Um, it was it was highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. So thank you um, for all your stories. And we didn't get to your to your vision board. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's so go um, a good way to like stay focused and like trying to accomplish your goals and think positive is to make a vision board, right? So I had one um, a while back, but I needed to up- make a new one. So this is my new one. Basically, you just put everything you want to accomplish on here, all your mm-hmm. goals. So it oh, could okay. be anything. So I have city names because I want to travel, uh, business because I, I want to own like a business that makes me millions. I want to be my own boss. I want to own real estate, buy a house hopefully in the next year. 
I want to find love. So you can literally <laughs> put everything on here. I want to go on a cruise. Um, so this is a good way to like keep you on track. And you want to put this somewhere where like every time you wake up, it's right you in front of you. It. You, see oh, you see it. it. Yeah. To just remind you every day like what you're working towards. You just keep it in your mind. Yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. Me and my wife have one of those. We have, yeah. But she, well, we call it a manifestation board. Right? Yeah. It's the same, yeah, shit, the same right? thing. Mm-hmm. Um, same but, shit. <laughs> well, well, same thing. You know, so, yeah. That's how yeah. I talk. All right. Fuck. I don't mean disrespect. Um, but <laughs> we have one too like that. And it's uh-huh. like right by the bed so as soon as we wake up like it's kind of the first thing we see in the yeah, morning yeah. yeah i think it's cool have you accomplished anything on there uh, well i know honestly we only have one thing on there mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it's just you know you just got to try and give it right. up to god so hopefully it works yeah yeah you know, we just kind of put one thing on there and went with it as far as the board do you think that that's a that's something that should be utilized more in the work in the workspace in a company. You mm-hmm. think? Do you think people? Every employee should have a vision board. Yeah, yeah. I think even you having like a little replica of this in your workspace in your desk, like that would be good. Or even a company as a whole, if, uh, like the the owner, the boss wants like a, to, yeah, like a company goals. Statement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I have something like that for all the employees. It's not a bad a idea for idea. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To probably start one up, huh? Thank you. Yeah. yeah we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah for, sure. for, the, mm-hmm. for the next one you come, we'll have one up. Yeah, we'll okay. have one. Well, again, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We had fun. Yeah. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so thank much you for, for coming. Me. Oh, no this problem. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll definitely have more conversations. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully in the near future, you know, mm-hmm. nothing stumps us again because yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it, but. Yeah, thank you again for uh-huh. coming. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. All right. And that'll do it for this episode of the Badass Kid Podcast. Be sure to check out LA Body Sculpting on Instagram. Thank you, Bertha, for coming on. Peace, guys. Don't say I can't.